Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Sorry, I just want to you're um, really triggering me with your behavior. My boundary is that your boundaries are causing this to be a breakdown of communication. Wow, so it's like boundary top trumps. Yes. I can't emotionally hold space for your lack of boundaries within this boundary discussion. I don't have the bandwidth Mm. to hear you right now. Yeah. So I need to take myself away and hold my own space. I respect that. (laughs) I'm going to eat this nut. Yeah. Okay, well, as you almond again, I will try and welcome everyone to this week's episode, which is how to understand boundaries. There's going to be a jumping off point that is a, it was a news it was topic. a news item, yeah. It was a news item mm. that, that happened this year or last year, depending on where you're at <laughs> <laughs> and where we're at in the schedule. And you may have missed it, in which case it's never happened it to you. It doesn't matter. So we're not fine. really going to discuss the thing. I don't want to wade into this no. pers- these two celebrities' personal beef. That's not for us to say. No. But I was interested by a particular aspect of it, and which has led us to this very topic. I'm so excited to jump in. I'm very excited to jump in because I think it's a very confusing area. Mm. I can't wait to wade in there with you. Oh, my God. Before we do. Oh, yeah. Hello. Uh. Do you want to tell everybody your adult thing this week? So we have four plants on our balcony. One of them is a lavender Mm -hmm. and it has died. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, and it is dead. It's dead. (laughs) I haven't even seen it. I just know it's a lavender. It's it's dead. But but is it? <gasps> shit. Because I spoke, spoke to, to my mom and was like, oh, "The lavender's fucked," and she's like, "Oh no, it's just it just does that. It looks like it's dead. You need, you need to cut it back." And I was like, well, "How much was that? Just a bit?" I was like, "Oh Jesus!" So I just did, and I thought, "Oh, this is just well. If it's dead anyway, fine. Cut it back." Guess who's popped out? It's you're joking. My mom. <laughs> no, yeah. my, the, the lavender. It when looks did you cut beautiful. back? Uh, important to cut back. Oh, it's either do it in winter or no, in s- the end of summer. So when it's like moving towards autumn. If you're listening and you're like, absolutely not. It doesn't matter because I didn't look it up and I did it but, and it sorry, was fine. How long between when you cut it and the sprout, re-sprout is my question. Oh, I was cutting it at uh, the end of, so it sort of grown, it flowered and then it looked dead. I cut it and then through the winter, it just kept looking dead. And then it started to grow in spring sort of, uh, so basically a long time. But um, we're now on its second cycle. Okay. Oh, it wasn't like a week. 
Absolutely not. No, right. because they go dormant and dead for a while, lavenders. If I'm honest, I can't tell you what season that is. It's at the moment. It's summer now. Okay, so they, so it's it, it's, a, it's a classic plant. It flowers in spring and summer and, go, and is dormant in winter and autumn. Because the thing is, my mum said exactly the same thing to me yes. vis-a-vis my dead lavender, mm. and I have ignored it. And you will find that that will mean it will die. Yeah, so yeah. I'll go up. Get your scissors. Cut it back to a point where you go, yeah, I've cut that back. Right, okay. And then it will... All the purple tops gone? Are they dead? Certainly brown. Yeah, y- yes. Everything. So you want to be doing that anyway. You want to be de- deadheaded in a way. It's basically using up unnecessary energy and taking up unnecessary water sure. and stuff when actually it needs to be focusing on, you know, it's like if you've got some sort of infection in your body and you're really tired, that's what the dead leaves are doing. They're pulling focus for the rest of the plant. So you want to be cutting everything off. You, you Like everything, everything. So it looks like a, it looks like it's dead and bald. And you're like, oh, he looks sad. Oh, right. And then he's going to stay like that for ages. For ages. And together is strength. And then he's going to bud. And if he doesn't, it means he he really had died. Okay. And that's and then you just you you no, no love harm, no loss no. no love no loss no harm no foul no harm no foul is the one I was also looking no for love, no loss no love no, no loss. love no loss what was your adult yeah thing? yeah yeah don't worry I was just I was just what doing was, a little what was mine oh the lavender lavender I was like, oh. <laughs> oh god okay. okay okay mine is it's absolutely off the charts oh yes you said mamma mia yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Yes. yeah that's how excited I was to remember my adult thing so I was currently dealing with a situation in which. Uh, as I imagine will be going on for the rest of my life, I cannot work out where my wardrobe is. (laughs) (laughs) Again, that wasn't where I thought the end of that sentence was going to go. Okay, the rest of your life, you can't work out where your wardrobe is. That's right. I'm always just like, okay, so here's, I'm I'm just living in small spaces being like, okay, here's one cupboard, but not, it's not enough cupboard for everything I need. Are you trying to work out what cupboard to make your wardrobe yeah but more like generally all the clothes like where should they live that sounded like a, you had a wardrobe of clothes and you just gone? didn't know where it had gone no. okay it's more just like a constant thing of being like where is the best place where should the socks be absolutely where uh, should i put jumpers where should sportswear go ongoing it's thing ongoing for because me. then what will happen is the moment you get it right your either clothing or circumstances will change yeah. new wardrobe now you've got to do the whole thing again. The whole thing again. Ugh. However, a thing that had become unsustainable and absurd mm. is that socks were taking up three to four cupboards, like cupboard drawers. Oh, like right. they were just, <laughs> sorry, full cupboards heaving <laughs> with socks. There was no clear structure to what sock was where. Totally get it. There was socks here, socks there, socks everywhere. Oh, he's yeah. here, he's there, he's every fucking there. He's Boy, a Ken, sock. He's a sock. <laughs> so I... Uh, gathered all the socks in the home into one place in the middle of the living room. An assembly, a sock assembly. Sock assembly. Bald, paired. Ooh. Yeah. Did you have a bag for the, the lone boys? They remain just like on the table in oh, the lone boy section. Your, your lone boy sock section is on, on your on your kitchen oh, table. Oh, sorry. Do you mean like where are the lone boys now? Yeah. Where are the lone boys, boys now? now? We, I actually managed to do, I'm saying we because remember I talked about in the ADHD episode, wonderful Molly who has to basically come to my house once a week to watch me supervise me to do these things. Yes. I was like, do not attempt sock apocalypse on your own. <laughs> so Molly, Molly bald and supervised and we did socks together. That's really. I'm nice. an adult woman. <laughs> And I have to pay another adult woman to come to my house and pull no. my socks with me. People pay cleaners to come and tidy their houses and clean them like you're fine. You Every, are right. We're all outsourcing where we can. Anyway, we actually did an incredible job vis-a-vis the lone boys. They actually managed to find their pairs. And, all of them? Uh, yeah. And discovering a pair when you when you were like, there's this guy hasn't. And then be like, oh my God, here he is. And then you pair him it up. It feels like old friends meet, like yeah. that you found their family. I get yes. quite emotional. Yeah. 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 
And then oh, so the, I've got a whole bag I just of imagine them like hugging me, like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, where have you been? Tell me about your travels. <laughs> Tell me where you've been. I've been under the bed for two years. I've been two years. I've seen nothing. I've I'm been living dusty. at the bottom of the laundry basket. She's been promising to wash me. She never will. I found then the biggest drawer that had at this point been devoted to can't wait. paperwork from like four years ago. I was like, why have, right, I, yeah, why yeah. have I made this prime access? So I got rid of all the paperwork, Okay, made it for the socks. And I was like, but they're just all together, all the colours and bits and whatnot. Like I want them to be divided. Went to the roof with my electric saw. <laughs> my mother's up there with the lavender. <laughs> uh, cut myself to size some sheets of MDF. Oh, made my- every story yeah. at some point. <laughs> <laughs> fucking doing it. Made MDF. myself. She's made herself a sock divider, everybody. But it is hard to divide because then you're like, right, but what are we dividing by? By colour, by shape, by Where, where by are your pants and bras? In the two small drawers above. Oh, great. Bras in one, pants in the other. Yes, you had a nat- the, the nature's natural divider. Yeah. <laughs> two drawers. Nature's divider, two drawers. That's the thing. I wouldn't have to do this if I had nature's divider. <laughs> sure, sure, I understand. <laughs> Drawers, normal drawers. They've just invented drawers. Yeah. Okay, great. My God, I wouldn't be on the roof with my MDF if I had nature's divider. Oh, That's right, why yeah. I crave more space. But as yeah. it is, I've made that. And yeah. that is a boundary between two songs. Wow. Yeah. Okay, right. Boundaries. Wow. Talk Here. to me about why you wanted to do this as an episode. Okay, so in June of this year, Jonah Hill. Mm. And at this point, we will simply be saying the words allegedly and having simply no comment or opinion on any of this relationship. Yes. Jonah Hill was in a relationship, allegedly, no, he was, <laughs> but like, with a professional surfer whose name is Sarah Brady. And they went out for an amount of time and then they broke up and went their separate ways. Uh, the relationship had fallen apart and she released screenshots of text messages that had taken place in their relationship. And some of them were just him being a bit of a shit. And then some of them, the one that became very popular and everyone really started talking about, is he had written a bullet point list of things that he refused to have in a relationship. And he called these my boundaries. Mm. And I saw this list and I was like, right, yeah. Like he comes across as an absolute shit, but yeah, those are his boundaries. Mm -hmm. But then what it sparked was this very interesting conversation in which people were like, those are not boundaries. Those Mm -hmm. are things that you are enforcing on the other person in a relationship. Like you don't just get to say any old shit and then say, that's a boundary because it sounds the word boundary is like sounds like it's a psychological therapist sort of mm. very important thing for you to do but actually you can't it's that's yeah it's indistinguishable from just exactly. saying I don't want you to do that it's like well alright fuck off <laughs> exactly I think and, and it sparked two very interesting things one is which nobody really understands what a boundary is mm. and two if you can throw in some therapy speak in inverted commas then you get away with doing all kinds of quite a bad behaviour yeah feels like that kind of switch do you remember when the self care conversation was happening probably like started around like 2012 2013 2014 everyone was talking about like self care and then suddenly it switched from like you know like sometimes you can say no to things to like um, it's okay to like not turn up to your friend's birthday and say and just like not give a shit and not text because you are in a space right now it's like well I've got to maybe Hashtag think self-care. about the context yeah. uh, don't, don't be a can't about it really <laughs> I mean like and, and and suddenly yeah it, it became okay to just if you say the word like I'm so sorry um I don't have to have the, the bandwidth that like, you could just do anything it would just yeah. and there were loads of people being like yeah underneath all those tweets and then people being like hang on I think that's just being a bad friend yeah there's a difference between like 
holding space for yourself and just not being a very nice person. Did you see the thing recently where Please. it was somebody tweeted like, this is why I don't go for dinner with, with my broke-ass friends because we wanted to split the bill and they insist on like paying for what they ordered. And it was like, yeah, I, I, I simply like to go out with my friends who don't have, have any money and enjoy their company. I think... And I would be loath to say, oh my gosh. but I think it was a joke. It was a joke because he was a father and it was his children. Right. And, they, and Absolutely. Perfect. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You've got one customer, hook, line and sinker. <laughs> okay, well, so, so I think, but imagine. But, it's like, but I, think, I think the reason it blew up, it's the feels like exactly the sort of thing people say. Or the person who is like, if you need to ask for help, like moving house, book movers, like, or go, I'm never coming to get you from the airport. And you're like, why not? Yeah. Like, be, can, what do you be think friendship nice friend. is? Or like yeah. being a neighbor or like being a human being. And then you get into a big, <laughs> bigger discussion that's like, are we being all boomerish? You know, when, you know, when people write things like wild swimming, <laughs> in my day, it was just called swimming, you know? Yeah. And you're like, well, it is actually quite a useful phrase because are you in the pool or are you in a lake? Or are you in the wild? Or are you in the wild? That's yes. what the phrase is there for. Don't yeah. make a big scene about it. Being like, I don't think it's boomerish to be like, sometimes like boundaries are fine, but sometimes you can take them too far and be a dick. I think that's absolutely okay. fine. Okay, great. I say, as a millennial, uh, <laughs> probably being the most millennial thing in the world. Yeah. But I, I'm not, I don't think it is because also I think like when you're on TikTok or when you're like, I only say that because that's the only time I really like will engage a lot in like much younger people talking. Does that entire discourse is happening with among younger people. Mm. It's not just older people going, come on. And, and younger people going, I'm hold space for my triggers or whatever. Okay. Firstly, he goes out with a professional surfer. Yes. And then he asked her to take down many of her surfing videos that were her job. <laughs> She right. was at work. Right. And I believe she did take down a lots of them. Mm -hmm. And then somehow over text, the conversation escalates out of control. Please read it out. I absolutely will. Uh, plain and simple, then space, then colon. If you need space, colon. Oh. And another space. Oh, Jesus Christ, I feel sick. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> then a dash. Ah, why? Because <laughs> we're going to, here come the okay, dashes. Sorry. So if you need dash, surfing with men. And okay, I don't want to unpack them, but what? Like, why so, can't she surf with men? Like, anyway, so if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model the concept of modeling. Oh, right. Okay. To post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. Which is her job because she's a bit of surfer. Yeah. yeah. To post sexual pictures. Friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild and recent past. <laughs> I mean, all of these are so subjective. Right? Um, beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. Like what? Like a, like a, a crucifix. A crucifix. <laughs> or building, a, making a crucifix together. Making, prayer. Making, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Uh, crocheting a, a, a prayer mat. Afternoon tea. Probably Afternoon quite, tea. quite respectful. That, I bet he would be thrilled with that. But no champagne. Absolutely not. Thank That's you. from the wild and recent past. Right, Okay. Sure. Then, so it says, if you need, and then this list, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. Then completely new text. My boundaries with you based on the way these actions have hurt our trust. So okay. there's a lot of... It feels like so much of that is like, okay, fair enough. You want to tell me a list of things that you can't deal with. Mm -hmm. Fine. I feel like it's the addition of the, these are my boundaries and you have hurt, like, like if it's the, it's the, it's the guilt and the blame yeah. which is placed... 
which is completely unnecessary and, and with absolutely no idea that that list could possibly be conceived as anything other than, well, you should be okay with this. And also mm. this is your problem. And this phrasing of like, if these things bring you happiness, I support it. These are my boundaries, romantic, all this like very, you know, we're holding space, we're doing all this thing. I'm being very reasonable because look I'm at being the terms so reasonable. I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. And then a, a psychiatrist tweeted after the, it, it received this very large groundswell of people being like, he's just saying his boundaries and a nice, in, he's saying them. What's the problem here? Mm-hmm. And then people were like, those are not boundaries. So the psychiatrist tweets, um, the Jonah Hill stuff has been pretty instructive for having conversations about what boundaries actually are, brackets, limits on what you yourself are comfortable with and what boundaries are not, brackets, placing restrictions on other people and the fact that not all boundaries are equally valid. Interesting. So that's a very interesting idea yeah. that just saying the word boundary doesn't mean that they all have to hold the equal weight, which I thought was very interesting. Because yeah, I read that it was like as well, like boundaries are something that you set yourself, but you can't possibly control others' behaviour. Mm-hmm. So say like, I remember a few years ago, I had a friend who would make me feel bad. I think that's fair to say. I didn't really realise until I was doing therapy and I was like, oh, I seem to be bringing up Whenever I meet this friend, I seem to be leaving the in the interaction feeling like a bit bullied, like a little bit like like I used to when I was little and I was like at school getting bullied. And I was a bit like, well, I suppose that's my life now. <laughs> and my therapist was like, yeah, or uh, you could like you could set a boundary here within yourself that it's like, OK, well, I'm only going to meet this person if they happen to be there in a group because they're part of a group of friends. And also you're not going to be the one to instigate one-on-one situations Mm -hmm. and if they do and if they instigate one-on-one situations you can just be busy and that's like you've set a boundary around yourself with that person you have like put but you what you haven't what I haven't done is said to that person okay you must only meet me in a one-on-one situation you must only do this you because that's unfair Mm -hmm. and you can only use boundaries to control yourself and to make a situation better rather than controlling the person whereas Mm -hmm. that is just a list of quite controlling behaviour like you can't do this and this and then this and then just saying the word boundary is that what what the difference is I think it's exactly that I think when people used good examples of boundaries a lot of them were about alcohol and Mm. so if you were like I know that I need to be aware of myself around alcohol. So one of my boundaries is like, I make sure I don't go to nightclubs or I don't go to the pub. That's one of my personal boundaries. But that doesn't mean anybody else in your life has to do anything with that information. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Looking up how to set boundaries, it's so vague and it's, it's all just so like, vague. recognize that you deserve to be treated with, with respect. You're a worthwhile person. That is very true. Take a second to, to, to define what the boundary you want to set in your relationship is. That's absolutely fine. Recognize what boundaries you'd like to set in place, what your needs and wants, all great so far. And then communicate your boundaries in a respectful manner. The issue with that is, is it's like, so it's, there's no actual no issues with those. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, so if you're thinking about, like I was speaking to somebody recently who's having a problem with their brother, who is, to be honest, she's talking about him. Uh, he's mean. He's obviously got a lot going on in his life. They've also got a lot going on in their family and they're all dealing with it in different ways. And the brother is dealing with it by basically treating her like shit. And all he's saying constantly is like, you are not respecting my boundaries. She feels like she can't do anything right. And he will bring up the term boundaries whenever she needs or wants something or steps forward or is like, and so she's very confused about where those boundaries are. Mm -hmm. If she wanted to put a boundary in with her brother, which she probably should, which is like, essentially, if you didn't care about the context or how it would be received, you'd be like, I would like to put a boundary in where we basically don't speak for a while because this is really like I'm, I'm struggling to communicate and you don't seem to like me and blah, 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 blah. But the, the problem is, is that using that kind of like official speak gets people mm. on the back foot. So what you can actually do is just put the boundary in with that, like just quietly put the boundary in and, and act accordingly. And then of course, if that person is confused as to why you are acting in a different way, then you chat about it and you can say like, I just felt like you needed a bit of space. I felt like we were on, we were getting on each other's nerves, but there's no need to send a big email being like, I'm putting this boundary in place so that we, we don't speak. You don't need to say it nine times out of 10. And then if you are pushed to say it, you can say it in a human way rather than the moment you start using therapy speak. It makes people feel defensive because it makes you sound like you are tr- you're being superior mm. and like you've read this book or you've spoken to your therapist and your therapist has said that you must put because they are so poisonous and actually it's a bit of it's always a bit of both even if that person's been a dick to you like you will have rubbed them up the wrong way in some way that you haven't realized you have no idea what's going on on in the head and I'm not saying that Jonah Hill is his girlfriend's fault what I am saying is we don't know their past she may have cheated on him like we actually don't know but like what he's done is he's been too specific and he's sort of tried to he's, he's it's the therapy speak that's the problem also the kind of like big list of all the stuff mm-hmm. and it's like this is for you in your own private time <laughs> like, yeah Absolutely. And I think he obviously should have got out of the relationship a long time ago if, yeah. if all these things. But she's so sexy, the lady. The lady is so sexy. And, and that's quite clearly the issue, isn't and it? It's clear that like he was not in a place to be in this relationship and should have got out. But also like one of the suggestions, if you are trying to put one of these in place, is that there's a lot of like I statements of like, yes. I get very upset when I see you doing this. And so for that reason, I won't be coming to that party yeah. But again, what you say, um, people have used the phrase soft and hard, but like the soft ones can be um, the ones in, just in your head. You know, you don't have yes. to tell everybody about them. And then maybe the hard ones are these like very concrete. Sorry, everyone does have to know this. Again, like um, alcohol, something like that. That's like Absolutely. That's yes, something that you course, would publicly yeah. say. Like I'm no longer speaking. Like I've got a friend who's fallen out with his mom mm. and he had to tell her like, I, he had to actually say like, he did say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to put a boundary in place here because this has got to a point where it's unsustainable for both of us. It were hurting both of us. I'm just going to have to go incommunicado for a bit. But just so you know, it's not that I don't love you. 
It's just that this is not good for either of us. And it's like, that's the way of doing it. Where it's like, so healthy. Because it is, yeah, because it just, and I think there's no way of cheating a healthy boundary or a healthy boundary. It either Mm. is healthy or it's not. And Jonah Hill's clearly isn't healthy, is it? Like, he's clearly not in the right relationship. If you're having to put that much in place so that you can just function as a couple. And that's the thing, even if they were things that they... I don't know, this is somebody has clarified it very helpfully about that they are guidelines we create within relationships to make sure we feel safe and respected. They outline the expectations our friends and partners can have for us within those relationships. They are not demands, nor are they attempts to strip someone of their personal or professional autonomy. Do you have a personal boundary or a professional boundary? I have a boundary that was put in place by my partner. Okay. Which I think when we first started seeing each other, if said the wrong way or if said flippantly would sound sort of odd. Mm. But as with, I think, every boundary, you can't just like put it, you have to like talk about it a lot and make sure that it's not something that is basically more than a boundary. Mm. Uh, he's very different socially to me. He's very socially anxious, actually, is the thing. And so things like wedding, he doesn't drink as well. So th- things like weddings and stuff like that. That's like, for me, that's like a fun time to go and have some drink and have some dancing. And that's hell for him. It's like eight hours. I mean, it was eight hours having to socialise with people he doesn't know, which is his nightmare. And everyone then gets so drunk that you can't really speak to them. And he, and he really doesn't like being around loads of drunk people. He just finds it quite like stressful. And so halfway through, after like a few sort of like failed attempts of not really talking about stuff, it was like, okay, the boundary, it's for me not to expect him to come to those things because I, it, it got to the point where I sort of was more stressed him coming along. Mm. He was trying so hard. They were just like dripping in sweat. So what we do now is it's just like, I basically presume no, unless he goes, actually, I will, would like to come to that. And other people may not be okay with that. So other people may be like, no, I want a partner that comes with me to all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But I don't need that. So that's why our relationship works, because we had to talk about it and I had to really think about whether it was something that that would bother me or not mm. and it and it and it doesn't I, I, does that count as like a, a boundary that I he think, was like I need this from you because I feel bad all the time like that I'm not coming to stuff absolutely I think that where it would have fallen apart is if he'd said you aren't allowed to go to the thing exactly because yes. I don't want to go to the thing so you aren't allowed to go on your own or if you conversely had been like you, you must come. come with me and there have been the odd time which we keep an eye on which is what so for example if I'm out a lot which is like there's birthdays or there's lunch mm. and he's not coming to them and then they'll be like a, well we haven't seen each other very much it's like well this is because you make the decision to not come so there's like a balance there of like you have to be aware yeah. that that is going to have a downside and I have to be aware that that's going to have a downside and we both have to be like I have to be aware that if I'm going out loads it I, I want to organize things just the two of us too but that I shouldn't have to constantly do that because that's his decision to not come so mm. like so it feels like a, a healthy boundary is something that you're constantly reevaluating and checking in with yourself especially in a relationship that's like your relationship mm. with a friendship one it's easier because it's somebody who's quite periphery in my life so that just sort of raises its head occasionally and I'll just go do I feel comfortable being with this person for a bit yeah I do that's fine and do I not well then I know I've put set a boundary in place so I, I'm absolutely fine to cancel and mm. I'm not going to feel guilty about that and they don't know like I've set that boundary really because I didn't need to tell them yes yeah. they don't need to know it I think is a an interesting thing isn't it because sometimes the, but the partner one you sort of do need to know yeah all of them I think with my partner he works in an office and has a pretty set routine and so when he comes home 
he would like a bit of time to himself. Absolutely. De- decompression time. Decompression time, if you will. Whereas I'm immediately like, la, 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 la. And think decompression time should be illegal because it is cut. Because in a minute, we'll just have to go to sleep and then it will be quiet again till the morning and then yes. you'll go to work again. And when will you hang out with me? Absolutely. However, if he had said, you need to shut the fuck up for two hours a day, I would be like, well, I'm leaving this relationship. Yeah. But what he did say, what we got to was, I really, really need to be quiet for mm. a bit when I come home from work. <laughs> he comes in, he just sits on the sofa in silence. <laughs> where, where does he go? Just as the soap, he's watching Formula One. That's very nice. Or sometimes he's doing, you won't believe what the Swedish expression is for watching videos on your phone. Mouse cinema. Holy shit. <laughs> that's the be- That's the cutest, best right? thing I've ever heard. Right? Mouse cinema. Yeah. Obviously, I don't like it. And I would prefer that he was not watching World War II uh, feats of engineering on the mouse cinema again. Right. <laughs> okay. But I love him enough to be like, that's a thing that you need. And when it was expressed to me as a thing that he needed, as opposed to you do this and it pisses me off. When they say like, you know, communicate your boundaries in a respectful m- manner. It's, it's J- Jonah Hill thought he was communicating those boundaries in a respectful manner. I think that's the worrying thing is yes. I agree I think I believe he did think he was doing a good job yes which is the which is so stressful it's so concerning that he truly thought he'd done a good job of that a boundary when you have to express the I statement version of it it should ultimately be quite cringe like I know that I need to not talk for an hour a day or it's I know that I know that I get jealous when you don't wear many clothes like is that is an inherently a cringe statement whereas when you dress like a slut, that is, um, you know, defamation. <laughs> but you is, also, you yeah. retain the power in yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, Whereas it comes from a cringe place and you should be brave enough to say the cringe statement. It's all about being vulnerable, isn't You've it? You've got to be vulnerable. As, um, men, wow. Men wow. do find it harder, don't they? <laughs> to be vulnerable. And yeah. so he hasn't managed to be vulnerable at all there. He hasn't no. said, I'm an insecure man. You are so beautiful. I'm so scared about losing you, blah, blah, blah. Oh my he's, God, yeah. He's said, you look like a, a slut in a bathing suit and you're not allowed to wear one and anymore. You've, you've probably fucking all your friends and you're probably and you're fucking all your friends and you shouldn't be able to have these this the wild and recent past shit all of this it should always be here's my cringe yeah. here's my cringe would it, you be okay to meet me in the middle vis-a-vis the cringe yes and because once you are vul- genuinely because the word vulnerable again is also therapized in my because he probably believes he's mm. being vulnerable in that message yeah. but he's not yeah if you're con- conveying a boundary you basically have to be aware that if you don't feel like you're you're being a bit submissive and you're, you're like losing your, your power a bit you're not actually setting the boundary in the That's way that it. you think you are. That's it. Mm. Yes. Because, mm. oh, Christ. God. <laughs> wow. Yes, if you aren't being in that fearful, vulnerable place, you aren't setting the boundary at all. Recognising your own failings. And that's because we all like have with failings. With your, your friend, you you know, you being like, you've gone to that place of fear and vulnerability. You've been like, this makes me very sad, which is a cringe, like, and not to call you cringe. Oh, no, it like, is cringe. That's yeah. a cringe thing to be like, this friend makes me feel sad. And then you've gone to that place to set that boundary within yourself and been like, this is what I'm doing about my cringe. Yes, you know? yes. Rather than that, I think what so happens I mean, like, is you're, so a bitch people, you're, you're a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm not, I'm not meeting you in again because you're a whore. Because you are. You're using those ther- that, that therapy language to make it sound like you're doing something that you're actually avoiding doing. <gasps> but we do that all Mamma the time. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Wow. We do that all the time. What do you mean? No, so people do that all the time, don't they? Like people will say, like, I watched this really great musical that's gone out called A Strange Loop. And like there was a, a scene that really uh, struck me, which is so it's about uh, the, the protagonist is gay and it is black. And in the black community, uh, there's there's a whole added stigma on top of you know just just being gay and his mum just keeps telling him how she loves him and is loving and understanding whilst 
not like what was being and that's why we have to stop you being gay essentially right right and right. he's consistently a bit trying to show her like look at what you've done look at the harm you have done look at all of the, the way you talk about my cousin that died of AIDS the way you talk about like this 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 I was terrified and you've created this sort of terror in me and like can't you just accept me and then she's finally like oh my god I get it and that's why we should stop you being gay. And he's like, I can't reach you. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah. so there's this element of like uh, humans will often like state what they are. Like family will stick together. And fa- and the families that say that all the time are often the families that aren't sticking together because they want mm. to. Like you just say what you want to be rather than actually doing, because it's so much harder to actually be vulnerable. But it's easy to be like, well, I've used these words, so I am being vulnerable. It's like, no, you, mm. you've got to actually feel it. You've got to feel like you want to cry a bit. That, that's the only way. <sighs> Oh my god! So oh my god! There's one to, tip, and it's, and it's, it's you've, that, got, you've and got to cry. That's it. so powerful, Stevie. Well done. <laughs> but you were the one that you're the one that said, that said it. You said oh. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> no, I think we got that together. We both had in re- this ba- wild and boundaryless recent past of our relationship. <laughs> we should set boundaries, actually. Yeah. yeah so. um, just my final thing. I mean, like it's um, every Disney movie. Every parent, if they were just able to say the vulnerable bit, mm. could just go to their cringe and say. I'm so scared about losing you, particularly because your mother was killed in that mermaid accident. Absolutely. And you're very young. And you're so and young. You're my favourite. And you're my favourite. And-, and I'm so terrified of losing you. This is why I'm so harsh with you. And I'm sorry. This is where it comes from. I, 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 I. These are my deal things to deal with. Instead of saying, you cannot leave the palace. Mm. The, you are not allowed to do anything. Jasmine and, Jasmine, and, and, and the all Sultan, of them. Famously. It's just and it comes from a, a raw, vulnerable, scared place, in which they should have been able to address their cringe. And instead, they put all these women into the cage, and they said, "You have to go into the cage, and I'm right, and you're wrong." And then what did the women do? They broke out of the cage. So there wouldn't be a film, and that's so basically in a, in a good way. So like, yeah, you're if, right. If, they if would they'd just been like, Jasmine, I'm sorry, I'm doing this, and, and she she could be like, "Well, the thing is, Dad, like, I, I I understand that, but also I could do this, and we could compromise." compromise what's one, the film? Yeah, what's the film? <laughs> Boring. There would be no wow. There'd be no Jafar, probably. Because <laughs> be no Jafar. And that's the message I think if we all take home to be like, but if you do fix your boundaries, there will be no Jafar. So that's on you. Okay? That's okay. <laughs> and it is Jafar's inherently pr- problematic as a character. And we 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 don't want Jafar. Okay, right. Aladdin is quite a, pr- a problematic film. Anyway, Listen, we'll it? be discussing that off air. Okay. <laughs> on air in the next episode, how to watch the problematic film Aladdin and okay. why you shouldn't. Okay, if it's you great want, film. don't you be saying coercive control on other people. Absolutely not. I'm setting the boundary you, that I won't be watching. You it. won't be watching it yourself. I've watched because I've watched it enough. All right. <laughs> Just so many times. Okay, goodbye everyone. Bye everyone. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.